Hey there, it's Amy McDonald here, yoga business coach. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast, where we talk all things yoga nerdy and yoga business. If you are looking to grow your yoga beers this year, please check out my signature program that is enrolling now. Think of it as the teacher training for your yoga business. amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga beers. Now on to today's podcast. Hey folks, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Today we're talking about the power of connection and how it's so important to build meaningful connections in your yoga business. Now, at the outset of the training for today, I have to tell you, I have had on my phone um, about every 10 minutes for the past two hours uh, a warning telling me about the thunderstorm that is approaching. It's just arrived and it's rather loud and uh, <laughs> uh, rather loud and crazy. So I apologize if there is a little bit of noise in the background. If you are a regular listener to the podcast, you would have known that I have been podcasting in from the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat all last week. And I was talking then about sound quality and how there was a lot of chickens, there was a lot of roosters, there was a lot of weird whacking, whippersnippering, tractoring and everything else. And I was quite looking forward to being back in my home office and making me some podcasts that had a better sound quality. And then Indra decided to break the world apart and uh, here we are mid-thunderstorm. However, I'm going to persist. Thanks, everybody, who's here with me live. And, yeah, there's nothing I can do about the hail situation that's pounding my corrugated iron roof right now. <laughs> Good times. All right, so, so the reason that I want to talk about this topic for today, the, the power of creating you know, intentional connections with people is because I have, I guess about three weeks ago, I started really working on this in my own business. I was inspired by um, a, a particular mentor that I followed. I was inspired by the work that he was doing about connecting with people. And I thought, well, I'm going to give this a try for myself because sometimes teaching classes notwithstanding or your events or your retreats or whatever it is you do, I think there is now flash flood happening. Good times. Um, the part that's not being in front of people can actually start to feel quite lonely. And I mean, type if you're here with me live today, type into the chat and let me know if this resonates for you. You know, populating your social media and keeping enough content out there for people and doing lives when no one shows up and sending out emails and you don't know if anybody's reading them, it can start to feel a little bit lonely and, and empty. And, and if you're not seeing immediate results, it can feel a little bit pointless from a marketing perspective, at least that's what it can sometimes feel like for me. And so when this guy started talking about reframing the people in your community, rather than thinking about them as like followers or numbers, actually remembering that they're people and engaging with them like their people, then the value is going to come back to you as the creator of that content, even if people aren't responding to, I'm so sorry about the weather, even if people aren't necessarily responding to what you're sharing, you will feel like you're more in service. This is crazy. I'm <laughs> I wish I could flip my computer monitor around for you, Michelle and Susan, because like there's hailstones like this, you know, it's it's really happening out there. There goes my orchard. See you later, figs. See you later, apricots. 
So about three weeks ago, I started doing more of this myself and I started showing up more actively on Instagram uh, lives and on Facebook lives. And even though I tell my clients, Susan, all the time to be doing this every day, I thought, right, Amy, put your money where your mouth is and start doing this. And not only did I feel more connected to people, um, I saw upturns in my business. Um, I saw, uh, I saw you know, making more sales. I saw people engaging with my content. I had people that I didn't know reach out to me and propose uh, opportunities for us to work together. Um, and none of these things would have happened if, if I had have stayed really sterile and tried to be perfect or tried to be sort of a sanitized version of myself online. It wasn't until I actually looked to connect with people. <laughs> it wasn't until I actually looked to connect with people as people that the change started to happen. <laughs> well, the never done a podcast in a hail storm before. I think a bird just flew into the skylight. <laughs> okay, so feeling void of these results in my business, I decided to challenge the people who are on retreat with me to do exactly the same thing. Put us a bit closer to my mouth. And so every day on retreat, what we did was one Facebook Live, one Instagram Live, and a bunch of other things that they all committed to. They created an ebook for their students. They emailed it out to people. They made ads. Um, they they had audio recordings. Um, all sorts of cool stuff. They really started to give and share and talk to their people like they were real people. And again, we saw fantastic increases in engagement, <clears throat> which is you know, what we're looking for in social media, there is no point in creating all of that content if no one is consuming it. You know, it's like showing up to teach a class where there's no students in the room, no point. Um, so there was lots of engagement. The people who were doing the challenge, they felt really inspired and uh, more motivated to, to actually share. And it really helped them um, overcome fear and self-doubt about being visible in the first place. And I know that that is a real issue for a bunch of people who are part of this community, that they have concern about what will people think of me if I start putting myself out there? Um, uh, what if people don't like what I have to say? What if I get hate comments or snarkiness? What do I do then? And as I saw uh, over the retreat, you know, there was 10 women on retreat and they all did this and to varying degrees and they all by the end of it had conquered that fear of being visible with live video and of talking as an expert about what it is that they're so passionate about aka yoga so today I want to so based on based on my being inspired by my mentor doing it in my own business and then mentoring the people who are on retreat with me just for just one week and seeing them incredible results across that test period. I really want to challenge everybody who's a regular podcast listener or new podcast listeners. Hello. I want to challenge everybody to bring back the consideration of humanity when it comes to social media. So never before have we had the very good fortune to be able to access free for free 
powerful platforms that let us talk to exactly the people we're looking to help. That's what things like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter are. That's what they are. Incredible free platforms where you can connect with people who need what you have and are looking for you right now. So start with any drama that you've got about social media. It's time to let it go. Next, forget about being like some kind of hero. Um, forget about being some kind of hero in the content that you have to share or some type of hero in the amount of people who are actually tuning into what you're saying. It's not about that. This is what's so different. Um, and for the, I guess for a challenge for you all this, this time is to stop thinking about, not to stop thinking about it, but to take the emphasis away from how many followers do I have? How many likes did that get? How many shares have I got here? How many people watched that live? How many people watched the replay? Yes, all of those statistics are good, but stop. Um, uh, what the invitation for today is to stop. Um, is to stop focusing on that stuff and actually change your mindset to start looking to engage with individuals. So there was, um, let's see, while I was in Chiang Mai, while I was in Thailand, I think it was not this weekend just gone, but the weekend before, so it must have been Saturday, so a week and a half ago, um, there was, I got you, Susan, about a week and a half ago I was doing a live about, I can't even remember what. Oh, no, I can. Um, uh, Sam Seegers had just arrived at my uh, condo and she'd come over. She's a photographer. She'd come over to take some photos of me before we headed off on retreat. Sam came as the photographer for the retreat. Um, and so you see all of those great pictures, Sam took those. And so we were taking some pictures and I was doing an a Instagram live about that. And, a, and someone showed up, don't know who they were, on that live and was asking me questions about uh, maintaining mobility in the feet. Uh, this person, didn't know then, this person had MS and wanted to know if I made custom videos and if so, would I be able to make this person some because of uh, it, it reduced mobility of the feet from MS. Sucks, MS, fuck you, MS. Fuck you. Anyway, that's, you know, I'm not going to, I could go on about that, but we shan't. The point was this person knew that I was talking about yoga, was looking for some help, right? Now, um, I'm not a yoga therapist um, and I, off the top of my head, I could think of some things, but I wasn't sure. And so I just said, look, I don't know, but I want to help you because that's real. That shit is real. And, um, and what I do know is I know a bunch of people who might know and can we get back to you? Would you send me a message and I'll see what I can do? Um, and I think at that time there was like three people on that Facebook Live and this person was one. So anyway, I think a day goes by and I get three messages from this woman uh, in the States telling me more about her situation and what she's, you know, the, the adversity that she's overcome and the way, all of the work that she's done for herself and she... Um, and you know that she really really had confronted challenges and had done so much work to to persevere and overcome and and yet here she found herself with ms and was losing feeling in her feet and legs and was didn't know what to do and could I help and again i i couldn't help um because i just simply you know some of this some of that i'm not really i don't know enough but so once we got on retreat, I told everybody on retreat, I've met this woman, this is her situation, she's looking for some support here, can you help her out? Could you send her 
a message in a 15-second video about, you know, what she can do to help with the mobility in her feet. And so that's what happened. Now, all of this long story short, um, I feel great about that. I feel great that there is this chick who I'm never going to meet probably, unfortunately for me, who found me God knows how on the interwebs and needed some yoga something, something, I don't know, but I got a room full of yoga therapists who are practising using the old gram. Maybe they can practise what it's like to make a Instagram video message, get back to you and share something useful. This is good news all round. And, and it illustrates my point that, you know, if you, you wouldn't think for a second when you're teaching a class, if someone in class says, hey, Susan, when I do this, my knee hurts, what should I do different? You just go help that person, right? And the same is true on social media. They're people. That little eyeball at the top of your video, they're, you know, they're real people. They're watching you. And, and, and if you were teaching a class, you wouldn't feel nervous and you wouldn't avoid looking at people and you wouldn't ignore a raised hand or a raised eyebrow if someone wanted to ask a question. You would engage with somebody, depending on your style and your lineage. And, you, know, you know what I mean? Whereas on social media, people like uh, some of the women who are on retreat with me were sharing that they're frightened about people actually showing up because what if someone comments and they won't know what to say? You know, there's all, I, don't, I don't need to look up here and I don't want to look it's like this. I need to look here and not down there and reading the comments and where am I? And people are going into meltdown and freak out. So for today, for so many reasons, my invitation to you all is to, I was really Australian, really striny, my invitation to you all is to... Use these platforms like you're actually in a room with people. Get on, do your Instagrams live every day. Do your Facebook live every day. And imagine that you're sitting in your studio, you know, maybe you've got Ganesha behind you and a, and a room full of mats, and it's just like that. People are just there. They, you know a little bit more than they do, and they maybe have a question or two, and you're going to do your best to help them. And if you don't know... You're not going to blow up the internet. You just say, I'm not sure, but can you send me a message and I'll get back to you. I'll do a bit of research and I'll get back to you. And, and like I said, there, there sort of infinite benefits in doing this, but one is it reminds us of what we're about in the first place. If you feel at all depleted or overwhelmed or exhausted by or uncomfortable with anything to do with talking about you and yoga on social media, being in service to people is going to help snap you out of it and get you back in. It will help remind you about why you're doing this in the first place, aka to be in service. Two, it'll really show people that you're a real person, right? Like I go, what about this all the time? If you are a yogipreneur, whether you subcontract at studios or you rent the Masonic Lodge or anything in between, you are self-employed, you are an entrepreneur, you have what is called a personal brand. And what that means is people want you to be personable with them, yourself. How do I stand out in a busy marketplace? By being you, because no one else can do that except you. How do people know who you are? Because you actually be vulnerable and you, st and you, and you show up and you talk about what's important to you and you help people to the degree that you know how to do. Don't overstep, don't diagnose, none of those things. Of course, we're professionals here, but you be in service on platforms like social media and you 
actually engage with people. It's not just your lives. If someone comments or someone sends you a message or someone sends you an email, someone sent me an email. I can't, um, someone sent me in response to a newsletter that I sent out, sent back an email saying, Hey, Amy, can I ask you a question? And normally when I get those emails, I think, Oh God, here we go. It's going to be, are you single? It's going to be, have you forgotten Jesus? It's going to be, um, why are you so greedy? It's, it's something along those lines, something sexy, something Jesus-ish or something kind of about money and my attitude. They're kind of the themes if someone wants to send me something not so uplifting. It's one of those. But, you know, uh, can I ask you a question? I thought, no, uh, this is the test. I want to talk about this with people. I'm, I'm committed to actually treating people like people. And so I wrote back and said, absolutely, how can I help? And this person, this guy wrote me back and said, you know, I, I work in traditional Chinese medicine. I'm coming up with these new products. I've got this product and that product for the yin and the yang. And I'm wondering, you know, what should I do to launch it? Have you got any ideas or, or what, any resources? Can you point me in the right direction so that I can get this going in a good way? How cool is that? Now, again, I'm not coming at this from, okay, great. I'm going to email this guy and I'm going to tell him he needs, like to, he needs to buy my private coaching package and if he doesn't get my private coaching package, then, then he may as well throw his idea out the window because it's never going to be it. No, I'm not looking to make a sale. I'm looking to make a genuine connection and legitimately, this is important, for real, I don't care. I don't care if this guy ever buys anything from me ever. It's not what it's about. I have this business that I can be in service, ultimately. That's what I'm here for. If I just wanted cash, go work in the mines. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. But no, I'm here because I want to be in service. I'm not always looking to, you know, it doesn't, it's just about, um, it really, it feels to me like it's about the, the ebb and flow of energy movement in the universe. That is incredibly woo-woo, but here's what I mean. I'm just going to give, I'm going to give and I'm going to give and I'm going to give, not to the point of exhaustion, not to the point of you know, adrenal fatigue, not to the point of complete depletion so that I've got nothing left. I'm giving within beautifully healthy boundaries, but I'm giving and I'm unattached to if anyone buys anything, signs up, comes to something, gets the next thing, whatever, likes me or not, not my business. My business is to be in service, to be clear about who I am, to maintain my great healthy boundaries and within that, Give, 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 make connections with people. So here's some ideas about how you can start doing more of this now that the sunny again, what do you know? Now that the hailstorm is finished, here's some ideas about actually making connections with people. Do lives on whatever platforms you love. Ask people questions. Get people to engage with you. Tell people to message you. If someone new follows you on Instagram and you haven't followed them first, Send them a message and say thanks. Ask them if there's anything that they need help with. Ask them why they're interested in yoga or what made them follow you. Ask them what sort of content they'd like to see. Ask them if they've got any workshop ideas or what sports they play and how they like to stretch before or after or whatever it is that you're about. What is their self-care regime? Have they ever tried dance before? Whatever it is that you're about, talk to people. Start conversations. Just because it's on your phone doesn't mean it's not a human-to-human -human interaction. Let's not be part of a movement of things getting increasingly, um, you know, disconnected. I was watching a, 
Here we go. I was watching a documentary about app dating. <laughs> and, um, and they were saying, they were talking about the phenomenon of ghosting. Now, if you're a baby boomer or a later Gen X, or if you've just been married forever, essentially ghosting just means, I don't know, whatever. There was some kind of connection. And then one person's just like gone, silent, doesn't say, yeah, I'm just not that into you. Doesn't just stops, just gone. And, and how this is, um, it, it, like, I can't remember the statistic, but it was like 60% or, so, or something of app uh, connections just end in ghosting. It's a real thing because for whatever reason, people don't feel like a connection that is made on a device on the computer, on your phone is as meaningful as one that is made in person. I want to claw that back and say, yes, it is. Yes, it is. We might talk with these, right? But we're still people. You're looking at me raving in a thunderstorm in a ridiculous caftan. Like we're, you know, we're still people, podcasters. See, this is what happens if you don't show up live. You don't know what stupid outfit Amy decided to wear on a Wednesday before she realized she was going live on video. Yes. My point is it doesn't have to be impersonal. They can't smell you. They can't give you a hug, but that's pretty much it. Everything else gets to happen until we get Wonka vision, right? Everything else gets to happen on, 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 online. You can still connect with people. And so I dare you, I dare you to every time you're sharing anything, be a real person, talk to people and not just be real and talk to people yourself, but actively seek engagement from people. Ask people to message you. Ask people to send you an email. You know, people often say to me, but won't I be flooded with stuff? Won't I be flooded with things in my inbox? No, you won't be. One of my mentors says you should spend six hours a day just messaging people on Instagram. Now, for me, I kind of don't have that much time. Like it would have to be sleep or Instagram at this point for me. Some things are non-negotiable. Dog cuddles, non-negotiable. But, but he makes a good point. You should do a lot of it, a lot of it. Um, you know, commenting on people's stuff, offering suggestions, asking people to interact with you, super, super, super important. Just because someone is on the other end of your device does not mean that they're not a real person. I really uh, want to hear about this. Look, here, I'm about to do it for you. This is what it looks like. If you are ready to take up this challenge, right? And see if you can not only just grow your business. Yes, of course, beautiful byproducts, but much more importantly, feel re-inspired about what you're about and be in deeper service. I want you to let me know, message me, tell me what changes. If you start asking people to message you, if you message people back, you know, I, every time I, uh, yesterday, what did I do? Did a couple of stories yesterday about products that I just really like. They're not paying me. It's not a brand thing. I'm just eating this freaking amazing vegan chocolate and it's awesome. And so I just want to like tell everybody about it. And overnight they messaged me back and said, thanks and whatever. And it's just, it's just nice. It's just human engagement. If you are feeling burnt out or depleted, it's because there is probably not enough connection in your business. How do you get that? One of the easiest ways is by making these types of connections with real people on social media. So that is my challenge for you today. I want to answer some of these questions that are coming through. If you have any questions about anything that I've shared, if you're here with me live, go ahead and type them in. Now that we have uh, (laughs) 
overcome the thunderstorm situation and the leaves flying horizontally. Excellent. All right, the orchard decimated. Right. <clears throat> Susan says, what about having enough interesting content? Right. I am unavailable for that BS, Susan P. What do you do about that? Here's what you do. Get out a notebook. Get out like a, you know, another one of these. We should do this, Susan, in a call later today. Clean page. And just write the numbers 1 through 30 down the sides and put something down that you could talk about about yoga. 30 things as if you don't have them. As if you don't have 30 things. Um, my favourite mat spray, my new relaxation DVD, or what do you call it, audio, whatever. Um, the, my favourite place in the garden, meet my dog, meet my dog number two. Um, here's a book that I'm reading. This is why, how I like to journal. Here's five different poses. You can teach one a day. I mean, you could teach seven, restorative yada yada. What's nice to wash your blanket so it smells good out the dryer. I mean. How to, like, painting and yoga, a bit about your story, uh, what, why Mexico is gorgeous, four things there. Um, you know, as if you don't have something to talk about. Of course you have something to talk about. But what can happen is we have this thing of, okay, now I'm going to do a Facebook Live today and I'm really scared about it and I'm going to make it into a huge deal in my mind and now that I'm so psyched out and freaked out about it, I actually haven't got anything to talk about. Nonsense. Get a list and just tick them off. Look at Susan's face. Just tick them off. Okay, today's the day where I'm going to talk about if you put a block under your bolster, your setu, what is it? Your Supta Konasana is going to be even better. Wow, okay, fine. Like if all of your topics, you know, this is the thing about the part of the reason that I want to share that story about the woman who reached out to me about the foot videos. Like, I don't know, I did like a, 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 I've been doing an Instagram live every day. And if the only thing that helped the world become a better place was that one of my retreat participants sent a 15-second video to some woman who's freaking out about her MS in the States, Thailand, to, like if that happened, it all becomes worthwhile. If one person goes, yep, yeah, okay, cool, that's a good thing for me, I feel a bit better, I feel a bit, I feel a little less disconnected, I feel a little bit less frightened that I'm trying to figure this out by myself, I feel a little bit more like other people are like me too, like if that happened just once, it all is all worth it because we're here, you know, we're, we, we didn't, none of us decided to become yoga teachers so we could make bank, you know, we decided to become yoga teachers because for wherever you were at, where I was at, yoga saved us in some way. Whatever your journey was, whatever your story was, there was some element of being saved by the healing power of yoga. And we have the, that conch got blown and we're here because we want to share that. In fact, we couldn't not because there was a whole bunch of stuff about being a yoga teacher that doesn't make sense. If it wasn't, if it wasn't essential for us to do this, we would probably go do something else. I would still be managing a landfill in a hard hat. Yes, that happened for a long time. But I can't because I have to do this. So there, So we've got to get out of our own way about I've got nothing to talk about. You've got so much to talk about. There is a, there is a woman, there is a former Marine somewhere in America who got a video about doing this with her feet and she feels amazing. 
Now, I could have sat here and gone, I've got nothing. All I know is like point and flex, point and flex. Well, who needs that? She needed that. She needed that. Whether it makes a difference to her ultimately or not, she feels like someone gives a shit that her life turned to crap because she got MS. That sucks. And now there's some more people who are like, fuck, that sucks. And sometimes that's just what you need. So if, if we let ourselves get all caught up in, oh, who am I? I've got nothing interesting to say. I don't know anything about anything. Then, then the people who know a little bit less than we do can't get what we have. And we're getting in the, we're blocking the flow of what we're actually about, which is being a conduit for the healing power of yoga. Michelle says, I'm a bit late to it, Michelle, but I got there eventually. Michelle says, I agree. I really like for someone to say, I don't know, but I can investigate and get back to you. Totally, right, Michelle? And don't you think it's powerful how, um, like, I love it when someone asks me a question that I don't know because it gives me a reason to go find out something. I love learning new things. I love having a reason to go get my geek on and and find out the answer. And I also think it's great for us... um, it, show, it also is great to model that behaviour that it's okay to not have all of the answers all the time and that you don't have to know everything right on the spot. Yeah, Michelle says each one can teach each Totally, Michelle and I are having a big agreement love fest. Totally, yes. And further to that, Michelle, I also think, that, and I'm sure you would agree with me, tell me otherwise, um, there is such a beautiful thing in asking the student what they think and I love that um, I love that teaching that I got from one of my teachers early on in my teacher training about you don't diagnose, you just say, you give a modification and you say, is that better, worse or the same? You do something else, flex your foot, is that better, worse or the same? Take your knees wider, is that better, worse or the same? So you're actually getting your data from the student because they're going to know more anyway. It's about asking like uh, questions that get you closer to the truth. Totally, totally agree with you, Michelle. Love it. Susan says, I love the idea of 30 things to talk about. Good 30 day challenge for me. Susan, I've got notes. I've got an agenda for our call later today. It's going to be on there. No more hiding. All of you keep growing ladies. I've had enough. It's time. Rip the bandaid off. Get out there. People need what you have. <laughs> so I think uh, now that we have transcended the cataclysmic rain event that was just happening for like an intense 10 minutes i'm going to do a bit of recapping and then i'm going to go finish us off so that i can check that uh my roof didn't cave in or anything like that Uh, michelle says yes i don't professionally teach and no qualification but i so want to get there you will michelle you got this you know yoga is a yoga is an uh, unregulated industry um you know, if you've got friends that, and you know more about things than they do and they're willing, teach. I think we can, I think we can, um, uh, one of the, one of the things that makes me sad in our community is that we, that we delegate our sense, our, our, how do I, one of the things that makes me sad in this community is that we delegate our uh, professional skill set to to outside qualification bodies. Like we, you know, the phrase I use often is that we're trying to qualify ourselves confident rather than claiming that for ourselves. Some of the best teachers you can imagine, and I'm not talking about yoga, I mean like the, some of the best teachers, uh, whatever your spiritual path or however you've come up and what you've learned, I'm sure some of the 
people who have been most influential in your life in terms of teachers, they didn't have a formal qualification. You know, it's, it's not about that. It is partly about that. And there is a great joy in, in at least there has been for me in becoming better professionally because I go take formal trainings. But man, a lot of the yoga that I know how to teach is simply from going to class, doing my own practice, feeling it in my body, you know, talking to my friends, nerding out over books is the informal stuff that's been super powerful. And, um, and watching, um, you know, the, the best business, some of the best business training I've ever had has, is because I had very good, the very good fortune to have mentors who just modeled great stuff to me. I don't know what their training was, but I was hanging around picking up what they did. So don't, don't not teach Michelle because you don't have the qualification you know, share, yoga needs shared, love, 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 love. Okay, so let me go back to the uh, topic at hand, which is the importance of building real connections. So my challenge to you folks to, on today's podcast is to stop thinking about your followers like numbers and some kind of measure of your business legitimacy. Remember that they're real people. If you have 65 followers on your Instagram account, that is 65 people who give a crap about what you have to say and what you have to show about yoga. Imagine if you invited all those people over to your house. Now, if you're at my place, they don't fit. You can't fit 65 people in my house and my dog would freak out. So we never have more than two people at a time. That's a lot of people. So, I mean, if you have a thousand followers, I don't know what your house is like. If you have a mansion, it's still probably going to get like cozy with a thousand people in there right? They're real people. So start talking to them like they're real people, not like you're, you know, like that you're Encyclopedia Brown of yoga. You're not. And you could never know as much about their body as they do. We all know that's what we tell our students. But just like human to human, let's break down this, um, it seems to be increasing kind of expectation that people are flaky on social media. Forget about it. We don't, we're not flaky. We're yogis. We don't ghost people. We're yogis, right? Um, someone sent me a message on Instagram the other day. I was just like, hey, Amy, whatever. And I wrote back and said, hey, whoever, hope you're having a great day. And he wrote back and he said, wow, I didn't think you'd really write me back. You know, I thought that there'd just be a bot or nothing. Of course I'm going to write you back. I'm, per- I'm just a person, just a woman sitting in the country in a ridiculous caftan talking about yoga. Of course I'm going to write you back. We're people, right? So, folks, the challenge, engage with people. Ask people to message you. Message other people. If you're using brands or listening to podcasts or reading books, or tag those people. Brennan Brashard sent me a message this morning. Well, probably someone from his team, but I was still like, dang, hmm, yes, like we're connected. Let your online community be just as meaningful and as powerful as the people who come to your classes, whether they ever buy anything from you or not forget about it it doesn't matter you're here because you believe that yoga heals and transforms share it with anybody who is interested hint if they're following you that means on your mailing list or any of your other platforms and accounts they chose to be there because you can't do that any other way now they got to do it from their free will and it's easy for them to stop following you or opt out or any of those good things they're there because they want to hear from you so let them Tell them things, share with them and ask them to interact with you. I think I've got through all of the comments. Folks, if you're here with me live and you have anything else to share, go ahead and do it. Um, and 
fudge. I was going to get this organized for you ahead of time. I want to remind everybody about some free training that is happening at the end of the week. In fact, I've got a bunch of free training coming up. I'm white hot about this at the moment because um, I'm so jazzed about what happened on retreat and um, and and what the and the results that people on retreat got for themselves in. I'm t- I mean, we're on retreat for a week, but technically it was five days. Um, it was five days of implementing for like, I don't know, an hour to two hours a day. For some people it was longer because they had no infrastructure at all to start with. So they had to go build some basics, but from just an 60 to 120 minutes a day, Radical shifts happen because people really started engaging and I want to see that for you as well. Like, let's face it, a vision board that just gets all curled up and sun faded by the end of the year is not an inspiring thing. But if you know what your vision is and you're going to go, go make it happen and do the work so that you can have the business that you want. And remember, when I talk about having the business that you want, what I mean is the platform from which to share yoga with the people who need it so white hot about this right now i am unavailable for you to like drag your feet blame someone else doubt yourself hide give your success to someone else prevent the people who are looking for you right now from finding you because of your own drama i'm done with it i'm gonna bomb you with free stuff for like the next week and a half the first one if you haven't signed up already go get it i'm doing a free training on my friday morning at 9am, 90 minute training about action planning. Yes. Uh, so this is getting your, getting the specifics happening. Yes. Have a vision. Yes. Have a plan. Yes. Have goals for 2019. Yes. Have new year's resolutions, all of those good things and get the freaking specifics down, honey, if you actually want it to happen. So I'm going to be talking you through a process, free training, 90 minutes comes with a nice looking workbook. Um, and it's, themed with Saraswati. So that means you don't have to get full out masculine encoded. We can still have a bit of like goddess, but this goddess got her shit together. You know, she likes a diary. She's got her phone. She's got all the apps she needs. She knows where she's going all of the time. Like she just punches. It's going to say something about a swan and the GPS, but you get the point, right? So that get signed up for that. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts, I will put the link for that in the session notes so you can go get it. The other thing, you can't sign up for this yet because I'm still figuring it out. I've got a lot of time flying to Perth and back over the weekend. I'm going to be doing like a seven day challenge. Again, I am done with all of you guys who need to be out there sharing yoga with the people who need it, playing small and not getting stuff done. I'm done. I'm done. So if you're up for it, I'm going to be doing a seven day challenge, essentially teaching you what I taught on retreat an hour to two hours a night or morning, a day, whatever, comes the thunder again, to get stuff done so that your following is growing. What does that mean? It means the number of people who are interested in what you have to say are growing so that your business becomes more easeful, you feel more engaged, and more people who need what you have can get it. That's going to translate to an increase in the cashola as well, which we also like to talk about in this community. So be on the lookout for that seven day challenge. It's, it's essentially like seven day, get your shit done challenge. I'm not going to call it that because not everyone is a potty mouth like me. All of you well-behaved Americans don't say swears like that. Cussing all over the place. We don't even have the word cuss. We swear so much here. Punctuate with that shit. Do it again. 
so those two things, get on the training on Friday morning. There'll be a replay if it's horrible o'clock for your time zone. We live in a round planet. That happens. Um, but I want you to get this training and be on the lookout for details about that challenge. I'm still figuring out the logistics, but it really, um, if you're kind of bored with yourself dragging the chain, you need to be doing that challenge, showing up, getting it done. Lastly, woo, uh, if you're in Melbourne, I'll see you tomorrow at the Abundant Yoga Teacher Immersion. Go get your tickets. We're going to have a great day at Kindred Movement. If you're in Perth on Saturday, I'll see you there. A bunch of you have already signed up. If you've signed up and, um, if you've signed up and you haven't told me who your friend is yet, please let me know. Just We want to make sure that we have their email address in case we need to do any last-minute anything amy's flights delayed anything like that um brisbane on tuesday can't wait love brisbane the yogis in brisbane are super high vibe and then uh, thursday in sydney excellent in marrickville one of my favorite anisara yoga studios um super fond memories there so we'll be there uh, as well if you haven't got tickets for the immersions get yourself registered or uh if you if you like don't have the money to get yourself registered um, we're doing like bring a friend for free and a bunch of people don't have, don't have friends to bring. So do a post in my Facebook group. Someone will hook you up. You can be their business bestie. Come along for the day. Uh, the link for tickets is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash yoga teacher immersions. Thanks everybody who stayed with me throughout the thunderstorm and persisted with the sound quality. It's like quarter to five here. It doesn't get dark at my place until 9.30 in summer five hours from now, but it's really dark outside. I think we might be in for some more hail. <laughs> see how we go. I'll see if I can take an Instagram live of that uh, so I can show you. No, I mean, people are like, what are you, grandma? I don't want to see your weather. Yeah, I don't know. See, Susan, what do you talk about? You talk about the weather. Whatever. doesn't matter. Just talk. Engage. Build meaningful connections with people. You won't be flooded. Ask people, you know, what can you do to help them? Someone follows you, you don't know who they are and you're not following them, ask them, hey, it's great to have you here. Thanks for the follow. Is there anything I can do to help you with some yoga tips? Be a human. Make videos and send them back. It's super fast. Hold your phone. Talk into your phone for 15 seconds. So engaging. If I sent you a 15-second video, hey, Jody, great to see you here. I really think you should do blah, blah, and blah. Cool. So much better, right? Like, Let's be real. Let's break down the barriers just because it's on the computer or on the phone doesn't mean it's not human to human. And when you break down that feeling of distance between you and your audience, all of the marketing and promotions that you're doing on social media, all of the sharing that you're doing on the internet is going to feel so much more genuine, authentic, and pleasurable. And that is totally going to come across in the way that people perceive you. And I promise business benefits are ultimately helping more people by sharing the healing and transformative powers of yoga. Folks, super fun to talk to you all. Take care. I'll see a bunch of you on Friday at that free Saraswati training. Bunch of you tomorrow in Melbourne, etc., etc. Good times. See you, folks. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Another Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast. I hope you thought it was ace. I kind of did. Again, if you're looking to grow your yoga business this year, I lovingly invite you to check out my six-month group training program, Growing Your Yoga Biz. You can find it at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash growing your yoga biz. Till next time.